The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, what divides opinion in North County Dublin are uh, expansion plans for the airport. Huge, huge employer in that part of the world for Fingal County Council as well. But people who love, live under the shadow of those runways, much like the shadow of Conor McGregor's towers, uh, not necessarily uh, happy. Anyway, the DAA who run the airport, they have submitted a planning application to develop a, a range of new projects uh, on the site. To explain all, Owen Corey is with me, owner and editor of Travel Extra. Uh, Owen, what are in the DAA's plans? Um, good afternoon and happy Friday, uh, Kieran. Um, very simply, the bit that will impact on passengers is there will be nine new gates. Um, they're not, not going to be a new terminal. We have two of those already in Dublin Airport. There's going to be three new Aer Lingus uh, gates. That means that aircraft will be able to come over to the terminal to load and there'll be six new ones for Ryanair. There's about 10 or 11 other parts of this plan uh, to do with places for parking, both for aircraft and for cars, but really that's what will impact on passengers. So we're not talking necessarily then about, you know, kind of huge upheaval or huge changes to the airport. These are kind of tweaks. Would that be fair? I don't want to undersell it. Absolutely. I mean, the big question was, would there be a third terminal? It's been trashed out very heavily on media and very much in print. But there isn't going to be a third terminal. There's going to be a very important development in terms of security, centralising Terminal 1 security. That'll have a big impact on passengers. One of the problems that's arisen, we have three uh, of the scanning machines that can where you can leave your liquids and your laptop and your bag in both of the terminals at Dublin Airport. We expect to get Terminal 2 completely to that phase uh, by next year. But Terminal 1, the scanners are a little bit too big for the hall that they're in. They're talking about moving that to the mezzanine section. These are all, uh, you know, location differences. But in terms of the big capital infrastructure that people have been talking about, it's really what I'm talking about. The very bottom of uh, Terminal 2, we're going to get a, an extra, a mm-hmm. gate coming out there. People go into Terminal 2, they turn right to go to their transatlantic flights and to their Aer Lingus flights. They're going to have an option to go left for some of those. And then uh, in Terminal 1, uh, we've seen since pandemic, particularly Kieran, the number of passengers or the proportion of passengers using Ryanair in the airport versus the proportion using Aer Lingus. Ryanair share has been growing. And those des- those uh, uh, what used to be uh, mm. Terminal 1, uh, the 100 gates got very very, very crowded uh, last summer and the, uh, and the summer before. And we're going to see extension there. So that will be, so it'll, it'll extend what is mm. an elongated inverted C, which is what terminal the two terminals in Dublin Airport look like at the moment. As I say, lots of extra stuff. There are about 100, just short of 100 aircraft based in Dublin Airport, which is a more than double what uh, there would have been when Terminal 2 was built in 2007. So they've got a big parking area for that at the far side of the yeah. aircraft, a change to the red car park uh, area and good ac- new en- access infrastructure. It gets very crowded in front of Terminal 1 particularly, but they're the differences that uh, the passengers will notice. So no Terminal 3 in these plans, but we did no. have reports earlier in the week about this land. So if people look down on the airport from above the two runways are like an equal sign parallel lines and in between it is privately owned land largely owned uh, by uh, the McAvadys uh, on the market at the moment but like I say reports earlier this week that they too have spoken to Fingal County planners 
about a third terminal on that site. What can you tell us about that? How likely might that be? Yeah, it's a it's a separate debate. They've you know they've had this land for a while. It's a sort of uh, people have described it as a ransom land because you know they if Dublin Airport want to build anywhere near that they're going to have to buy it from them. Uh, there's been arguments about the price. It's quite clear that there aren't that many other buyers. If there are any other buyers, they say that they're being offered less than they were ten years ago. So I do expect you know that to you know it's it's being played out in media at the moment. A lot of shouting at each other across uh, print articles and across radio. I do expect that to happen at some stage, but not in this tranche centre, but possibly not in the tranche afterwards, because we will hit the 40 million that this uh, terminal capacity is built for very quickly. We would have hit it without the pandemic. We would be hitting it right now. So at some stage, they're going to have to talk about that land. There's also, Kieran, internationally listeners who will be very familiar with this trend uh, you know, the old airports were big, long fingers with gates sticking in each direction that the planes loaded. Um, people would be familiar with ter- Terminal 2E in Paris and Terminal 5 in Heathrow, mm. where uh, they build a terminal uh, uh, in the uh, a satellite terminal in the middle of the airport. And that means you can use all four sides of the building and you transport people out usually by train. You're always late, by the way, when you discover you have to get a train to your gate. But they that would be something something that internationally has been the most recent example of an opening of a terminal like that would be in Abu Dhabi a few uh, weeks ago, about five or six weeks okay. ago. There isn't a plan to do that. But if they start doing that or thinking about that in Dublin Airport, they will have to talk to the McAvadis. And um, we are really, you know, th- there's a, an element that when we hit 40 million, uh, we're going to have to start talking about that yeah. third terminal. Well, I tell you, I don't know what odds you'd get down in Paddy Power on there being a, a train or a tram around Dublin Airport before there being a train or a tram to Dublin Airport. Probably shorter <laughs> and shorter odds uh, by the day. Uh, Porico Cage is with us as well. He's a former senator and former owner of Air Aaron. Uh, Podrick, are, are, are planners mad to be squeezing all of this development in and around a single airport? Uh, hi, Kieran. Um I think they are, to be honest with you. I think... They're putting more and more and more people, an extra 8 million people, into the same squeeze box, quite frankly, in through the same pinchers point. And all you're going to have is, I think, more and more and more pressure on the existing resources, people going down the same corridors and so on to get to their aircraft, going through security. They can make security a little bit more efficient, that's for sure, uh, and they need to. But, uh, my good God, another eight, seven, eight million passengers is going to make it very difficult. So it is. And I don't think, uh, Kieran, it's, it's good socioeconomic policy for Dublin or for the country, quite frankly. I believe very strongly that uh, Cork Airport, Shannon Airport and Knock Airport should be developed further and that there should be dispersion of some of the flights and routes in and out of those uh, airports rather than focusing much, so much on Dublin. It's, it's not fair to the residents of Dublin, mm. to the workers of Dublin or so on. Now, what some people say in response to that argument always, because you've made it before, uh, Podrick, is that um, people want to come to Dublin. That's why Dublin's been expanded. Uh, people want to come to Dublin, but also people want to get out of Dublin to go to Cork and, 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 and Galway and, and Sligo and Donegal and so on and so forth. So it's, there's, there's the, road, the, road, the road drives two ways, as, as, as they say on that. And absolutely, people want to come to Dublin. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to stop people coming to Dublin. What I want to do is create greater options for people in Ireland and people to come to Ireland rather than just necessarily focusing in and out of Dublin. Mm. The other thing is I, I actually feel strongly about, I think we should have a third terminal. 
uh, and we should have an independent terminal and uh, there should be competition that Ryanair and Aer Lingus and any other airlines that's using Dublin Airport that they don't have to be stuck in a kind of a pardon upon a monopolistic situation that they have no choice but to go through the AA uh, terminals. So, so uh, despite the fact that you, you prefer kind of the investment to be directed towards Shannon or Cork, um, you, you would see value in in a third terminal not operated by DAA on this Macavady land between the two runways. I would absolutely, absolutely, I would. I think it should be looked at. I think it should be researched, and obviously, uh, I think the taxpayer needs to get needs to get value for money. But I think ultimately, the taxpayer will get value for money and also airlines will get value for money because there's competition there. Nothing like competition in order to, uh, I suppose, keep people honest in relation to prices and charges. Uh, quite a few people, uh, Parik, getting in touch, uh, wondering how it is we're talking about massive expansion of airports, be it Dublin or Shannon uh, or Cork, uh, and no mention of climate change or emissions. I mean, that might be the problem that these expansion plans, well, pardon the pun, fly yeah, into. I, I, yeah, and I, 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 I fully buy into the arguments that people are making. But in relation to climate climate change and environmental issues from, from airlines, airlines contribute less than 3% of the overall uh, emissions. They're by far the lowest in relation to cost per kilometre of any mode of transport uh, that we have any part any part of the world. And quite frankly, one of the largest airlines in the world, Ryanair, is the most efficient fleet from, a, from, from, from an environmental perspective, primarily because they have a newer fleet than, 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 than most people. But um, yeah, in, environment is and will always be an issue for airplanes, for cars, for cows and cattle and so on and so forth. It will always be an issue. Uh, Jack in County Clare says, as a West of Ireland man, I'd be very opposed to further development of Dublin Airport. Shannon and Knock are starved of air traffic and are fantastic airports in great locations. There should be a focus put on developing air traffic outside of Dublin. Dublin is not Ireland. So says Jack in Clare. Anyway, Jack, well, thank you very, very well, much. Uh, yeah. Good man, Jack. I agree with you fully. Well, you've got one supporter there anyway, Jack Porrick. Listen, thanks a million for speaking to us and happy Christmas if I'm not talking to you. Porrick Okeja, a former senator, former owner of Air Aaron and Owen Corry, the owner and editor of Travel Extra. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.